Listener Production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, it's Footy Talk, Juno's edition, Danny Widler. What have we got? Surprise, surprise, the Tigers. Yeah, shock horror. Michael Chamis. Just want to hear Danny complain about Tigers not talking to him. That's all I want to hear. <laughs> You're going to get it. It's Footy Talk. It's the Juno's edition. Adam Peacock alongside Michael Chamis from the Herald. How are you, mate? Very, very sore. Sore? Yeah, did some landscaping yesterday. Oh, okay. We'll get now to I that. Now I know why Danny's always sore. And Danny Widler from Nine News. How are you, Danny? I'm sore for a lot of other reasons. <laughs> Not landscaping. Danny? I'm 54. Are you? I'm allowed to be sore. You look older than that. Thank you. Yeah. Firstly, though, you're 54, but you can still sook with the best of them because... The, the bottom lip was down when I came in this morning because I was playing this as I walked in. I just made sure. Here we go, Charlie. It's, um, you know, it's Masters Week <laughs> and you hear this music and it's going to be around all week, Danny. You've got to get used to it. You're not there this year, mate. You didn't get the gig. Let it go. I'm, I'm, I'm very upset still. Very upset. For me, that was my bucket list. I did get the ticket. But... Once you've been once, you want to go again, right? And I know you like going you know, all the soccer events, Olympics. For me, this is this is it. This is the one. This is the one I well, really love. You know what I don't like? What? People who post on social media <laughs> yes. that they've been somewhere before. Yeah. I, I get it, Danny. You put a photo up this week of you. At, I'm just at feeling Augusta. sad, Michael. Yeah, but did you have to post it? What are you, I'm, eight? I'm feeling sad. Can You're I, a poster. Can I well, top you your master story, yes, though? Yes, you can. Like, at least you got to go. 2020. I got the tick from Fox. Yep, you're going. Beauty. Me and Gowie and a few of the others going over there. We organised a bit of golf after it and all that. And then someone decided to get a sniffle in China. And then it happened <laughs> to go all around the world. And then daily I was checking the Northeast Georgian COVID rate saying, oh, it's all right. It's a little pocket that won't be infiltrated. <laughs> Eventually, off the Qantas uh, app, my flight disappeared. Eventually, got the call from the boss. You're not going. And then two years later, I was out of Fox and I've never been. Well, so. Adam, I was supposed to go in 19 when Tiger had his year. Yeah. I missed out that year. I was supposed to go in 20. So I can I can feel your feel pain it. and I'm feeling it right now. And I am going to watch every minute of it because I, I still love it. Righto. If you hate your golf, well, you've just uh, wasted three or four minutes of your life. So apologies <laughs> on footy talk. Let's get to the footy talk right now. And hey, look at this. If it's not the Dragons, it was, this is like the intro from every week. If it's not the Dragons, it's the Tigers. And this uh, week, it's the Tigers. Far out. Firstly, it was bad enough that Justin Pascoe had to answer all those questions at the start of the week after being in the dressing room on his phone at half time with the Broncos match. Okay. That gets all cleaned up. And then they come out with their Anzac jersey. My goodness. It's unfortunate. I feel sorry for the people, the well-meaning people in the club, but it's a mistake that just should not happen. It has happened. What now? First of all, it's supposed to be a commemorative jersey. That is what they're saying. And I think we have to clarify that because I think there's a whole round of, you know, rules around Anzac and what you can use for promotion and that sort of thing. So I think it's a commemorative jersey. But with the obvious theme is around Anzac Day. And, yeah, they got it badly wrong. They got it badly wrong and it's – it's another stuff up from a club that is the gold medalist of making stuff ups. Mm. That's what they, they just keep on doing it. They, they're always in the headlines for something that has unfortunately gone wrong. This was a mistake, yes, and I think they have to own it. And to a degree, they did. What I found 
uncomfortable was that yesterday the players had their media opportunity and there were, I think, three or four players who were left to answer questions about something that the club made a mistake on. Mm. Uh, fair enough when players made mistakes, players have done something wrong, they've got a front up. Uh, when they're losing, yep, talk to the players, talk to the coach. I get that. But unfortunately, uh, I think they put up John Bateman, who has no relevance at all to the situation. I don't think he'd know what the jump was about without being rude to John. And he was the one who actually was modeling the jersey when they put it out as well, yeah. which made absolutely no sense whatsoever. No sense. And I think that was brought up by Michael Carianis, actually. He, he was quite heavy on that. Mm. And I have to agree with him. Like, first of all, why was he modeling it? Secondly, why was John Bateman, I think it was David Clemmer, uh, Alex Twal, why were they there having to answer questions from news reporters and sports reporters uh, over an issue that, in fairness to them, look, yes, the Tigers do uh, haven't started the season well on the field and the players have to answer that. They shouldn't have to answer what they, what they were put through by the media yesterday. No, and the CEO, Justin Pascoe, at the start of the week spoke to News Corp about him wearing a polo shirt, kicking a football around on the football field. I, look, I didn't think there was a need to address that, but there was a need for him to address this. And he, I think he chose the wrong thing to address, to be honest with you, CEO, Justin Pascoe. But unfortunately with the Tigers, it's right idea, wrong execution all the time with a lot of things. Mm. And that's their intent, right intentions. That's the thing. Absolutely that, that, is a right that, intention. And the you've attention got to, to detail. That. Continues when you rock up to the joint, the training, like you guys do from time to time at Concord. Well, Michael doesn't. Michael's Michael gets special <laughs> guided tours. He gets taken in the back door. I have to go in the front door and get. You know, have you been on a tour of that center of no, excellence yet? I was invited to go. Uh, actually, last time I was there, the the media manager Chris Warren said, "Would well, I like to go on a tour?" And I said, "Yes, if I can go with." Lee Hatchup and Tellis and Justin Pascoe. Oh, you, so. didn't get the, you didn't get the VIP <laughs> tour. You just got the no, media I, manager. I tour. got the media manager. Off. Yeah, I, no, I, no, we don't do that. We don't do that. So, so, but when you rock up to the joint, do you get the sense that far out the left hand doesn't know what the right's doing at this football club? The, the football operation is totally removed from the commercial no, operation, look, front office so. stuff? I don't think so. And, and I to, do. Be, to be honest with you, I think if this was any other club who hadn't been through the, the shit fight that the Tigers have been through over the last few years, I don't think it's magnified the way it is. Like if this was the Sydney Roosters had, had made this error, yeah, we're, we're still talking about it, but not, we're not talking about the club's incompetence. We're not talking about it at the level that we are right now. Mm. Look, I, I saw the, I saw that Pasco photo on social media whenever day it was, Sunday, whatever. I thought, oh, this is going to blow up because it's the West Tigers, because it's Justin Pascoe. Exactly. Not, not that he did anything really wrong, but no, he needs, uh, in a situation that the club's in right now, it's just... Stay out of sight, lay low, don't give people a reason to talk about you. That's that would be the frustration. Because I've seen Justin Pascoe kicking football footballs before games Has he many a time. He's actually got AFL background, yeah. kicks the ball really well. And that has been the criticism of Justin over the years. He's, mm. he's, he's not rugby league enough. He's an AFL guy. The, the but, problem is though, he's the most known CEO in the game. That's it. That's and because you know he's what? been around for so long. No, no, so no. Much. Adam's but, right. But I'm racking my brain right now thinking, who are the other CEOs of their clubs? Now I know Tony Mestroff is of my club Manly. Mm. But I'm hard-pressed to name more than four or five CEOs. Now, you guys are in the know, yeah. so you probably know you've mm. got them all in your phones. We you deal with them all the time. time. You deal with it. But yeah. for, for the average fan, it's like, why should I know who the CEO is of an opposition club? For me, Justin Pascoe probably damaged his image a little bit during that Tiger Town doco where… They were too open they, with they, that, they, unfortunately. There was just too much fo there was focus on him for the wrong reasons. Same thing again, right intentions, 
wrong execution. Agree, agree. I'm just saying that probably damaged him. So they loved it. <laughs> well, probably it probably rated really well for them. It was well made too. Yeah, on you, Charlie. Maybe Charlie Lemmon, shout out. <laughs> but <laughs> not yeah, you, that, Charlie. What? <laughs> but that did that would have hurt Justin. Um, yeah, and I, think I don't think he sees think, it that way. See, Justin's not your stereotypical. See, yeah, he doesn't fit that mold. And and people, and and you know this, I've got a good relationship with Justin Pascoe, but there are flaws to Justin Pascoe as a CEO. And the thing is with Justin, if you see him on the surface, you think this does, this guy doesn't fit the build of what it takes to be a CEO. He's got his tats, his hair's different, he's got his mo. He doesn't march to the beat. Well, there's nothing wrong CEO with that. Job. No, I know, but it adds, it just you just look at him and people think, this guy isn't the typical CEO. He's not corporate. Michael, you but know, right? not, but as you said, there's nothing wrong with that. But some people don't like that he puts himself out there, whether he's got a whether he's got an ego or not. And when, when people's noses are out of joint in this game, Danny, and you would know this, when people when you put someone's nose out of joint in the media, <laughs> they don't let go. Mm-mm. So, Michael, my only issue with Justin is that I find that he's inconsistent with being reciprocating calls or text messages. He doesn't hold an open line of communication. I've I've had issues with him, but I've had far bigger issues with other club CEOs and, and chairmen and on a regular basis. What's the longest you've been frozen out for? Oh, God, I've been banned from clubs for various things here and there and frozen out by teams South. for yeah, for years. You know, South? Yeah, 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 for a while. But in this instance, I can't get a – You can't keep Danny out for a while. <laughs> he finds I, a way back. I can't. Yeah, well, I, I can't get. A, I can't get a text back from Justin Pascoe or Lee Hatcher. I struggle too, and I've, and I've I don't got a relationship that for a second. No, I do, mate. He's your do man. You, he wouldn't talk to me on Monday. Why? Yeah, I wrote it in my column. But why? Because of the perception. People think that he just talks, but doesn't talk to me. I can't get a call back. Look, in, I, look I, in the mirror. I texted. I can look in the mirror and know that I'm. <laughs> I will always text him if I'm going to write something. Well, that's about the thing. It. There, there are people in the game who won't. And it's not just Justin. There are people in the game who have their reasons for not calling back. Justin's not alone in that. But the problem for Justin is when you lose and you don't front up, or in this situation, as you said, with his jersey, the onus is on him to come forward and to talk about it. It's not on John Bateman or David Clement to no. come up and talk about it. And look, so, or, or last year when Michael Maguire was sacked, Tim Sheen's come up and spoke. I thought as a CEO of the club, he probably should have come up and spoke. But yeah. I think some of the criticism yeah. has become personal because of the things that you said. That perhaps he doesn't return everyone's call. They take it personally and they go to town. Well, I don't really take it personally. I just want to get the correct story. I'm not saying you. No, I'm yeah. not, but I'm saying I'm yeah. after, like, it's very hard to check things with yeah. the Tigers. Last night when there was a, a bit of drama going on with the Tigers over allegations that they didn't they didn't clear this jersey with the ADF. Mm. I, I didn't know that they'd actually said they had uh, cleared it with the ADF. But apparently I don't think they did that, say that. I think they cleared it with the Holsworth. They were collaborating with the Holsworth the Army. Right, but there was there were accusations that they didn't clear it with the ADF, and that was on a on a show last night. Mm. And I tried to then find out. Okay, did they? Did they not? Uh, did they have to? I'm still waiting for either Lee Hadjabentelis or Justin Pascoe to have the decency to text back. I get messages back from their media guy, which is yeah, but, fine. So you, you know why they didn't text you back, right? Why? Because I don't get along with them. Yeah, but but that doesn't matter. But that whether that's right or wrong, you know the reason they didn't get back to you because there are things doing, that have been written I'm before doing, that they didn't like. But I'm doing my I've, yeah, I'm course, doing my and job, I, and I have the same issue yeah. with other with people as well. Yeah. Whether if they don't like something, they won't. So is that? Calls. Have you found out any more about that story? I know that they didn't go to the Australian Defence Force, but they didn't claim to go to the Australian. But that's Defense what I'm saying. Force. I never saw that they did claim that, and they're being they're being hammered by people for not going. I think they said in their press release they were working with the Holsworthy. Army bags. And they, when you, they, they didn't actually go to the ADF. And I, I don't think they 
felt the need or they, it wasn't required to go to Well, the I don't know if it was or it wasn't, but I did see images of John Bateman and another player in front of a helicopter, an army helicopter. And I'm, I'm assuming, right, you can't just rock up in front of an army helicopter without getting somebody's approval. Mm. Is that right? I mean, I there, don't there know. Are, where there, do you there find are, one? Where do you find there's one? email correspondence between the Tigers. I've spoken to people at the club. There right. is email correspondence between so the I'm glad you, you finally opened up. You've actually talked to someone. So yeah. tell us. Yeah, but I didn't do <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say. What, what, well, what, do you, what, did, what do you want to know? Did they have to get approval from the ADF? I don't think they did. Okay. Do you know or you don't think? I don't think they – well – I reckon the ADF might <laughs> think well, uh, otherwise. But this is, gets back to the whole thing. These are the, the little bits inside the, the whole picture. Mm. It's messaging. It's controlling a message. It's controlling a narrative. It's controlling the truth, your own truth, which the Tigers don't seem to be – Rugby league do a good job of jerseys, don't they? <laughs> yeah, oh. well – I will say Manly last year. Yeah, they did very well, didn't they? Financially, it was a bonanza. It was their highest selling jersey outside the home one of all time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but, but it, end, it ended their season, so they and, and may, sure. it may have cost their coach his job. Yeah, yeah that's but, right. but, and we haven't heard the end of that legal case if there's going to be <laughs> one or not. But what I'm getting at is that the messaging that the Tigers, what we've talked about for the last ten minutes, they don't control the message very well because some journos get on with them. Some don't. What's a club that across the board gets it right? Like is front foot controls it or is it unfair to expect a Sydney club to be able to do that with all the concentration of journos in Sydney? Is well, like a, a Melbourne Storm got an easier ride of it because they, you know. No, I think they, I think the Melbourne Storm take it a lot more. Per, the Melbourne Storm feel like it's Sydney against, it's them against the world really when it comes to yeah. rugby league media. Mm. They've long felt that, that Sydney doesn't give them a fair go. But is there a club out there that does it right that look, the Tigers I, I, can look at and go, maybe you should do it like that? I, I actually, I mean, I've had my dramas years ago with Souths, but I think they do a good job. Mm -hmm. um, I think they've got a yeah, good – but they would still have journos that they don't talk to. Like they, they I'm not talking like, about not talking to. I'm, I mean, there are people in every club who don't That's what I'm saying. Uh, this, is not, this is not singling out the West Tigers. No. Yeah. In Danny's situation here, I'd have that same, same situation at other clubs. Like it's, it's just some journalists, journalists get along with different mm -hmm. people at different but clubs. But I think they do – when you are asking them about a serious issue, there is some degree of responsibility on behalf of a club for a CEO or a chairman to get back to you. Well, I think did that's the just, media manager get back to you? Yes, only because I messaged him as well. Mm -hmm. I, I messaged all of them to find out with with questions and with you know, but there is a degree across the board of, of people taking it personally. Yeah, because you've written something yeah. that you don't like. Yeah, and, and I, I I understand that, but when it's a serious mm -hmm. issue involved, like I I had a blue with a, a chairman. For, which has gone on for quite a while and it was mm. to do with a story I wrote. But there was a serious issue the other day and he, he was not only good enough to return my inquiry, like to, to respond mm. to it, he also did an interview with me as well. So I, I find that's that's professional. Yeah. That's professional. Um, whereas, yeah, some people can get their nose out of joint. But in an instant like this, this was their chance to explain themselves and we're still talking about something where we're, Saying it, were they right? Were they wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, your um, clear your, it up. Your man did me dirty over the summer. Who's my man? Who's his man? He did me dirty, Gus. Gus. So it was well. <laughs> Hang this on. This is in January. He's got to hurry, by the way, because he's got to get out this to Melbourne. Is, he doesn't want to story. leave. In January, I messaged him saying, "Hey, mate, I hope Matt Burton signed a four-year deal or whatever it may be." Um, I said, "Just giving you a heads up that you know, if anything you want to say or let me know, just giving you the heads up, trying to do the right thing." An hour later, press release, Bulldogs. Matt Burton signs four-year extension. 
That was a good one. I never heard back from <laughs> never heard back from Gus, but I gave well, him the heads up that I was about to go Michael, with it. Michael, you beat can me to it. You can bring that up on a hundred percent footy oh, yeah. when you're next to him again this week. So uh, he'll be telling me I hope the door <laughs> doesn't hit you on the ass on the way out. That's what he'll be saying. <laughs> Off to a break on Footy Talk Geno's edition. Uh, we'll talk a bit of Roosters, a bit of Warriors, and sensitive rugby union after the break. Guys, Roosters retention roster juggle. Now, as we bring this up, a, a gentleman who works here at uh, Listener Towers has just walked past in the old City 4 jersey, you know, the mid-80s, Hugh McGann and all that. Yep. What's um, that? Walking past. So that was a little sign that he kind of knew that we're about to talk about his <laughs> Roosters. I don't know who it was, but the jersey looked great. They've got a bit to do mm. in terms of older players. I'm talking Jared here. Mm. We're Hargraves. Older players coming off, will they go on? And then that filters down to the rest. Are they in trouble? at the moment in terms of 24, 25? It's fascinating. Look, I saw Michael did a story the other day um, saying that Daniel Tupo's re-signed. Yeah. Originally, their plan was to have Dom Young come and um, him go. And I guess maybe it's changed a little bit with Suali eventually going to leave the club. But with Jared Warrior Hargreaves, I think there was a similar plan that this was going to be his last year. Hmm. But they are seeing exactly what he brings to that club and they they know – that there is no obvious person to fill that hole. There is Matt Lodge, of course, and whether he, but he's also off contract. And with Jared, it's an interesting situation because he's been their alpha male for s- such a long time. He's their leader. They've got a huge winning percentage with him when he's in their side. So he's a person they don't really want to lose, but they know he's 34 and how many games can he keep getting up for? It's going to be interesting to see whether they're, they're going to sit down with him, I think, in the next couple of weeks have a, a serious chat about what his position looks like going forward and whether he wants to keep playing. And I, I think he may be one of those players who they have to say, look, we think you've hit the end of the road or because he's the sort of bloke who probably won't want to necessarily stop. Hmm. But I know other clubs are watching it as well because Jared Ware Hargreaves style players don't grow on trees. No. And, and you could slot him into a club who might need a strong leader and play him for half a season. So the Roosters, while that I don't think he'd leave the club, maybe that might be the role he has to have at the Roosters. This is where the, this is where the system sort of hurts the players. I know Clint Newton, the head of the RLPA, says it's a good, the transfer system and the way that it is right now is good for the players. But the Roosters made a decision to buy Spencer Lenu in November, mm. right? Great get, Great by the get. way. Great Fantastic get. player. And not too expensive. Well, it wasn't November. It was early in the season, but they, yeah, they were able yeah. to get him from – Whenever, whatever period it may be. If there was a period that they weren't able to sign Spencer Lenyu for, if let's just say that period was June 30, hmm. that if he was going to go to the club next year, he couldn't sign until after June 30, that would give them time to see how Jared is going, to see how the incumbent is, and to work out what 2024 is going to look like. Hmm. But they have to take they have to take a gamble. They've signed Spencer Lenyu without seeing what Jared Rory Hargrave is going to dish out in that in that season. And now they're in a pickle. Thinking, well, Matt Lodge is off as well. And Matt Lodge is off as well. Mm. They're in a pickle now thinking, okay, well, we've put our eggs in this basket. Mm. How do we not disrespect the guy that's here already? It could have all been avoided if the transfer system meant that he couldn't sign on June 30. I, I think it's too early, Danny, yeah, that but players you, can sign for. But don't you, like, if you can't go to June 30, it's just kicking the problem to another date. Yeah, but they can at least work out if there's going to be yeah, a problem. Yeah, the start if of Jared's a season for that. It, if Jared's killing it, they're like, we don't need to go spend five, six hundred on Spencer. Then you, we can get another two years out of Jared, just hypothetically. It could be mm. any player. Mm. But they, it's hard to make that decision 
But then he rips his hamstring out. off the bone in July, and it yeah. all goes yeah, up I know, in smoke but least, again. But, but, but that's, then it's on the it's on, it's on the club. Then at the moment, you, you, there's a lot of gambling going on in the game. When I'm saying gambling, I meant taking risks. <laughs> there is a lot <laughs> oh, of gambling that in too, the game yeah. as well. You're but, just seeing Canberra this week with a Senate inquiry, but that's not important <laughs> right now. Carry on. But even, but even with coaches, I said this before: the Dragons are, are making a move on Griffin mm. because they want to sort their roster out, and they don't want to leave it too late. The only reason they need to sort a roster out is because they can sign for for a year in advance from November one. Yeah. So waiting until the end of the year oh, mate, makes I, it very dif- difficult. I, I cannot comprehend how rugby league can't just go. You can't sign until the end of the season. Because people sign. Not even that far out. They, was, they, they, <laughs> yeah, they, they do. They agree. They, they agree. Yeah, they agree. That, like what you're saying though, a year, <laughs> a year and a half in advance yeah. is ridiculous. It makes it hard for coaches. That's yeah. why there's such a, a revolving door of coaches at the moment because yeah. there's emphasis on – we need to we need to know our roster. The co- the players need to know who they're playing for, yeah. and they're making that decision a year out. It's it's so hard. And if if it was only three or four months from the end of the season, it'd be a lot easier. Uh, with Jared as well. Um, just a quick little story on Jared. One of my favourite ones. He could have been a Gold Coast Titan. Scott Sattler went down and saw him play for Manly Rugby Union one day, and I went, wow. "Who's this tearaway? Unbelievable!" Went back, and this is when Scott was helping out the Titans build their roster at the start of their existence. And I went, "Ah." Oh, Nah, don't don't think he really has it for. Oh, no. I won't <laughs> dip the name in it, and uh, they they skipped on him. He yeah, went to Manly. Yeah, Manly just didn't look the like of him in the lower grades and under twenties. I think he came through with Foran and Cherry Evans in yeah. that good under twenty side that they had. Skipped on him, ends up where he is. And what a player! Look at him now. Look at him now. The alpha male, mm. the alpha dog, still going. It <laughs> still got it. Warriors. The story's come out that they were that far up shit creek without a paddle. It wasn't funny. It towards the end of COVID. And it's understandable. They spent two years in Australia, separated from family, not mm. playing at home, playing in Queensland. It all got too much. I mean, the club owner has come out and said, oh, we're on the precipice of pulling out of the comp. I don't know how overdramatized that actual statement is. But were you hearing that at the time? Is this something that's new knowledge? Or? Oh, I don't know if I heard they were definitely going to pull out, but I knew you knew they were struggling and you knew mm. their players were doing it tough. And it was a very difficult situation. And um, I think we can't forget what the Warriors did for rugby league mm. and the entire competition. And I was kind of the view that to reward them, they should have all home games this year. You know, that'd be fabulous if they had every game for yeah, the whole season. Yeah, that would a great idea, yeah. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened. But I think there's there's gratitude there for sure and what they did in very difficult circumstances. I mean, the whole – you think about COVID now and – does your head in, doesn't it? Like oh, how, yeah. how crazy the whole thing was. Tell me about the Masters. Anyway, <laughs> thanks yeah, again. The whole, the whole thing. Like, so, I, yeah, <laughs> they, they could have been in that situation. Uh, I I, that's new to me, though. The, the owner's got deep pockets, so I don't know if it was a financial reason or it just was getting too hard for the players, but… How deep are those pockets? They're pretty deep. Pretty deep? Almost as deep as Danny's. Jeez, he'd pay for it. He's a bit loose as well. He'd pay for a good night out, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. And he'd pay, he'd pay for a, a coach getting sacked or a player moving. Well, how much did he pay Matt Lodge to get out of there? <laughs> a lot. He paid him a lot. Yeah. Didn't like Matt Lodge, did he? No. Mm. Anyway, it's good to see the Warriors performing again. It is good for the competition. Well, the Andrew Webster's surprised me and what he's been able to do at that club. I have to admit, when they appointed him, I thought, oh, Webby, the journos, uh, <laughs> he's, he's got a good gig. I didn't know that much about him. He's Former West Tigers coach. West Tigers coach, <laughs> Penrith coach uh, as well. He's done a fabulous job with them. Who's better at their job, Andrew Webster at the Warriors or Andrew Webster at the Herald? Herald, Andrew Webster's a, a he's legend. A be- he's a better coach than Andrew Webster no, as well. No, he's better at their job. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's taking over. 
Oh, okay. Mate, I don't know who to call. I've got to save them in my name differently, in my phone differently. <laughs> Just put Webby the Kiwi and uh, Andrew Webster in his, what does he say? I'll be in my trailer. Just put that, Andrew I'll, Webster. Andrew, I'll just change it to King of Herald. I've got King yeah. of Nine. I'll just change it to King of Herald. <laughs> Gents, that's all we've got time for this week because Danny doesn't want to disappoint I've got to Gus. go to a press conference. I've got to go. Yeah. Talk the charges to by the minute. We get it. Cameron Sorrell. You wouldn't know what a press conference charges was, Charges by the minute. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's gone one minute over. Can I quickly tell can you? you Michael Chambers turned up at a press conference about a week ago. Yeah. He didn't know what to do. <laughs> and, and, and Brad Arthur saw him and said, I'm not, I'm not conducting this press conference while you're here. He, he didn't say that. What did he say? He said, what the, can I repeat what he said? I don't know if I can. And then said, if I do this interview, you have to come every week. I haven't been back since. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, have a good Easter and we'll catch you next week for Footy Talk Journos edition. Thanks, Thank mate. You.